Blog Talk Radio. BlogTalkRadio.com. Word of Life is based on John 10, 10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetta, coming to you from Gladwin, and my co-host Ella is here, coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to WordAlive612 at gmail.com. And that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us 24-7 here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast Word Alive at uh, iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646 Three seven eight zero five three eight, and if you are online listening, uh, scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello. This is Renetter, one of the co-hosts here at Word Alive, and today is December, December the fifth, two thousand fifteen. Wow, we're already in the last month of December, and I am joined by our co-host. Ella, how are you tonight, Ella? Wonderful, wonderful. A wonderful Good. day to see this year coming to an end. That means a yes. new beginning coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that means we're about to go into another new year, new beginnings. A fresh start for everyone. Well, you know, so far in Michigan, we're having a very nice winter. I thank God for the weather. Now, often we say that in the middle of winter or in winter, but thank God for the weather. We're having a mild winter here in Michigan so far. And uh, we hope everybody enjoyed the Thanksgiving weekend. We hope uh, that everybody uh, didn't gain too much weight over the Thanksgiving weekend. And um, we're looking forward to the next holiday, which is Christmas in December. Well, we're not going to delay. We're going to jump right into Progressing in God Through Consecration, Part 7. Take it away, Ella. Well, good evening, Radio. How are you tonight? We're just 
trusting and believing that the goodness of God and his love covering your life and saturating your heart that you might be able to receive his love and return it to him in the it would be wonderful if we could do it in the same measure that he gives it to us, but I'm sure he's he's satisfied with whatever amount of love that we can return to him because he loved us so much. And we're going to talk about that a little bit tonight, and uh, we're going to wind up on these different stages and experiences and depth and perceptions that we go through created. Uh, that surrendered life in God that conditions us for living the consecrated life in Him. It is something that uh, God does inside of us. And we are transformed in a love vacuum, I like to think about. It makes me feel very comforted when I think about how much he loves me in spite of me. And it makes me feel like I'm I'm clothed in his love. And it just helps me to go through all the things that I have to go through. So tonight we're going to look at the last two verses in this uh series of this outline that we have here tonight and I'm just feeling so grateful there's just such a peace you know when you've done what you know to do and you've done it with all your heart with all your might (laughs) and uh, things haven't changed but your expectations because of his love Finds a place to just rest and rest in mm-hmm. Him. Yes, Amen. Is a clear indicator that we are becoming more consecrated to Him when we can have the peace that God gives in the midst of the storms, the turmoil, the midnight of, of the darknesses of life. We can find that peace and just rest in his love. Amen. That causes our faith. Our our faith, uh, it just becomes solid. Yes. And, and, uh, amen. Sister, how do you feel about this? How are we doing this conversation? Oh, I understand what you're talking about when you say you get to that place where you you find the peace in his rest. That's when you know that you're coming to really be in a consecrated relationship with him. And I just know exactly what you're talking about. And it's so amazing to uh, be on this journey and you get to that stage of the journey. When you get to that stage of the journey, you can turn around and take a look over your shoulder, over your shoulder, and you remember all of the trials of your life, all your whole learning process that got you to where you are. 
And you, man, is it worth it when you get to that point? Mm, mm, mm. Oh, and the peace, in the midst of a storm, you know, it was like a storm going on in my family at the beginning of this week. And I'm telling you, God had us bathed in his peace so we couldn't fall. It was oh, something oh, that normally you would just fall apart over it. I couldn't even fall apart over it because God had me. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It 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 gets outside of our mental thought process of okay, God's gonna do. I need this done, and Lord, you do this, and this will happen, and that'll happen, and da 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 da. If I have to, because this scripture says such and such and such, I have to say this and and. Then this will happen, and then that will happen. Hold up. Hold up here. Hold up here. Just a moment. We have to get ourselves wrapped and clothed in his love and in the knowing that God has our lives in his hands. We were ordained before the foundation of the world to become the sons of God, to mm-hmm. be transformed. That means it isn't us. It is him doing the work of the kingdom of God, that we are becoming <sighs> the sons of God. Amen. And in that process, we find life so unfamiliar in many aspects, but they are so powerful and they're so comforting, but they're unfamiliar because we're being changed. We're becoming more like him. Mm -hmm. And the more Mm -hmm. like him we come, we get out of our religion and we get into the actual transformation. We're becoming Glory to God. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, Jesus. And there is a peace in it. In the midst of the storm, there is a peace. Oh, my God. That's when you know, you know that you know. And it doesn't move us. And we, we, in our lesson tonight, I want to look, look at, you know, Colossians, we're going to look at that again. We went over it last week, but I want to refresh our recollect. No, it was a week before last. My God, it's been two weeks. Hello, I missed y'all. Did y'all miss us? Well, <laughs> I hope so, because we were, I really miss being with you, because this consecration is something that I was taught as a child. I could hear the pastor saying this when I got saved for the first time when I was eight years old and didn't know anything about it except I love Jesus. And uh, it never went away. But in this, it says, Colossians 3 and 3, for you died and your life has been hidden with Christ in God. And we died with Christ from the things on this earth. Colossians 3 and 2, now set your affections, that means your mind, on things which are above, 
not on things which are of the earth, our earthly desires, which are beneath. And when it says set your mind, it's like when you're pouring concrete, it's all you get to mix the sand, the, the cement, and the water, and you mix them in proper proportions, and you pour it out in the form that you lay down, making a sidewalk, and in a few days, it is rock solid. That's because mm. it took time to set the proper mixture, the proper the proper ingredients, and then the proper mixture created this substance. My God. Mm, mm, mm. And once it is poured in its proper place, exactly like the outcome that you want, hey, glory to God, and it gets solid. It's set. It said, now set your mind. Set our mind, our affections, those things that we care about those things that we love, Mm, mm, set that love on him, on the things that are above, not on the things that we need. As we set up affections on things above, then we can have the things that we need down here. Because in the next verse, St. John, he said, I wish St. John, third, no, not St. John, third John, second verse. This is where God is saying, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in hell, even as thy soul prosper. In order to succeed, a desired outcome, that desired is we must prosper. Now, I can remember folks used to say, well, the Lord don't want us to have too much because then we get puffed up and and then we forget all about him. But now if we prosper and be in hell, as a life that is hid in God. It's hid in Christ in God, with Christ in God. It's hid. So we are covered. We are, our, our mind, our body, and our soul is there together. And God pours us out daily by our exercises, daily by the events of our lives. We are being molded and shaped and prepared to be that creation that was before the foundation of the world, who God said we are. And we're talking about mm-hmm. in this series about being consecrated, being allowed to be poured out. Being allowed to be mixed up. We, you know, when I was a kid, we'd have the dinner set on the table, but I was looking for the dessert. 
I didn't <laughs> want all them greens. I didn't want this. I didn't want that. They was all good, but I was looking at the dessert. But we have to have the whole mixture to be whole, yes, to be healthy, yes. to be available for what our life performances must be. We have to have these in order to do the work of the kingdom. He must consecrate us. We must. And we we arrive there through loving God, just loving him, because he wants the most for us. And when we are affected by his love, then we love him in return. And we want to do what he wants us to do. He weaves then our hearts to be fused together with his heart, our love with his love. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we have to go through. We learn how to yield our members, yield our, um, yield our, our, our soul, our body. And we also have to give him our mind. I remember a song the old folks used to sing. My mind, my mind, I done lost my mind. My mind, my mind, I done lost my mind. And it went on to say that Jesus has given me his mind. That passion was to have his mind. And let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So just thinking about why we struggle so hard. Life is a struggle. We're really trying to lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us. And that makes it a struggle. And as we just believe and receive that it is the perfect will of God that we set our affections on things above and not on things below, not of the desires of this world. But let's not get so carried away. We want to look at what God wants for us. He said, I want you to prosper. The first thing he said, I want love above all things. Above all things that ye may as prosper and then be well, healthy, whole, eat right, exercise, just enjoy taking care of this body that we are called to live in. And then our soul prosper. My God. When my soul gets to the point where life is 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 dashing me about like the storms of life on the sea. And I can hear that still sweet voice. I got you, honey. And it causes me to love him. Every time I mm-hmm. feel that sweetness of the Lord God Almighty, it it causes me to 
that little girl in me just, I'm so grateful. Like when I used to be able to snuggle up to my mama, sit on the couch, and I would sit there and scoot right up underneath her because she done worked all day, and she worked in the evening, and, and it would be on Saturday that I could do that if she wasn't really busy. Because I really, really, really wanted to be just like my mama. And so just to be close to her, it's what I feel when when I'm going through and I feel the presence of the Lord. That closeness allowed me to, anything my mama wanted, I would be happy to jump up and do it. Gives me that same commitment, focusing on what God wants, how God loves me, how I can snuggle up to him and say whatever he says. If he says it, I can say it. Above all, I would that you may prosper, be in hell even as my soul prospers. As we desire, as we succeed in reaching and desiring a desired end, thus we prosper. We prosper in our health, our physical body, and our spirit man learns to just get a hint of of what my mama would want. But she might say, oh, I forgot. Oh, I wanted some ice cream when I come home. That's all she had to say. I am got her ice cream. I know what she wants. I know the dish she wants to eat it in, and I know the amount she usually eats. Consecration makes us that aware of what God wants of us. When we mm. hear that nudging, mm. my, my, my. oh, when we, when we see people walking down the street and you feel the God's heart in your heart, reach out to them. Give them a smile. Let them know that you see them. Somebody is looking stressed. Make it a point to go there and know that you, they care about you just like God cares about us, and that we <laughs> learn, we learn to be our brother's keeper. And if God is sanctifying us and preserving the believer in the process of God, the, the translation, one translation said, in God's operation of things, we are being sanctified. We are being called to him that he has a priority in our lives. He has a priority in my thought process. He has a priority in my passion. And this scripture up here that we le- we read last week or a couple weeks ago is that Above all things. Now, what is all? All 
it's all means what up what on payday or the day of our bonuses or the day whatever something happens. He said above all things that God wishes. Can you imagine God wishing something for you and I? Do you think it'll happen? Can you can you actually believe that God wishes something and it don't happen? It happens though. Because we don't believe it. Our love for him doesn't flow. It goes through our, our intellect, how we're gonna make it happen. And because we filter it through our own intellect, we put him in a box and we limit how he's gonna do. And we don't go through the consecration process of learning how to sit at his feet and listen to him. Mm-hmm. Like I snuggle up under mama. And whatever her heart desire was, it was my desire. Because oh, she worked hard and I loved her so much. I slept in bed with her the night before she died. We had to get a hospital bed. And with a little frail body, her voice was weak. And she scooted over as much as she could. And she patted the bed for me to come and crawl in the bed with her. That was her heart's desire. And I know it was difficult for her to do that, but I would do anything, anything that her heart desired. And I thank God because the clarity of this scripture and this lesson has changed my life immensely. Through that experience of loving my mama and just appreciating to her what she gives to me. And if God says, above all things, I want you to prosper, what does that mean? That means uh, go get some food stamps so you can go and get that, that turkey you wanted for Thanksgiving. Get the ham for Christmas. That ain't what it is. He said, above all things, I wish. Now, we as parents, we know we have some wishes for our children, our families, our parents, our our siblings, companions. We have desires, and God said, above all things, I wish. And in that wish, we become drawn to him. We become lovers of God. We come to know how to love God more than ourselves. And we didn't just get saved. Just to be able to stop sinning, stop doing this, stop doing that, stop this, stop that, stop the other, stop, 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 stop. We became saved because he said, with my love and kindness, I have drawn you. His love arrested our heart. It arrested our thought process. It arrested 
the lacks in our lives so that we may release our love of appreciation. You know what's those things that you need the most and when you get it, you appreciate that? You know, mm-hmm. that little great-grandson, everybody, mama, daddy, grandma, and great-grandma. We all want this little boy to have. We don't want him to be without. And that little boy had his room so full of stuff, my God, he couldn't <laughs> find his clothes. <laughs> but he didn't really want those things. We want to make sure he didn't want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Good God Almighty. <laughs> because God loved us so much. Come to know that love. It's that love that commands us, uh, commands our hearts to just only, Lord. Only show me how. Show me how to walk circumspect before you. With you in mind with every decision that I make. And when I make them crazy decisions and mess up, your love draws me back to your breath. Like John made it on the on the breast of the Savior. It causes us to be so consecrated. John became the beloved of the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. It's my sole desire to be the beloved of the Lord. Just being mindful and alert and aware. Things that he whispers in my ear when I'm down and depressed and and carrying what seems like the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I can say, I thank you, Lord. I thank you. No matter what, Lord, I thank you. No complaining, just, Lord, I thank you. He taught me how to consecrate myself to him. He taught me how that I am his and he's mine. Hallelujah. And radio audience, it is the greatest thing on this planet, the greatest thing on this planet, Jesus the heart's desire of the Lord in our lives to experience it, to witness it because above all things he wishes for us. The things that we need in life, how many things in our lives would prosperity take care of? Hmm? A whole lot, wouldn't it? If we had $10 million Tomorrow, how would that change the way you pray, the way you praise God, the way you love God? When we know that God did it, nobody on this planet could do that but him. It would change our outlook. It would change the posture of how we come to him and we ask for things. Because without a doubt, we know that they come from him. It might come through the neighbor. It might come through his son, the daughter, somebody else. But we know that it comes from him. He is our provider. 
had. We had learned how to render our hearts to him that we might go through what we got to go through. It's a famous personnel that you got to go through it to get to it. If you believe you're supposed to get to it, then you got to prepare yourself to go through it. And in the go through it, we learn the fellowship of being with him on our knees. We learn the Amen. fellowship and the all of all, all, and all of just receiving his love, giving up our old prescription of what salvation is, and we let him exercise his salvation through us. And as the word and the light that is in Christ, that he that lives on the inside of us, his spirit lives and is ever, ever changing us, rearranging us, causing our souls to be back in his love. And therefore, we do the things that he has designed for us. Amen. And remembering no matter what we have to go through, that above all things, that God, that you may as prosper and be in health, even as your soul prosper. It is the prospering of our soul that causes the consecration that we can yield at a moment without a hesitation, without even thinking about it. Oh, you might get that thought. Why you got to do it? Why not? Why you got to be the one to jump up and go get mama a drink of water? Why not? That's what love does. That's what love does. And we come to grow in grace and become more and more like him. This is an hour as never before because the world is going through a shift. And as we we ride the boat, we're going to see the master come walking on the water, saying, come, come. And if we tie and see how far we've come from, we won't worry about the waves and how they, how they bounce us around because we know that we have left the ship of our beginnings where we became committed. And in that commitment, we've learned how to yield and let go of our stuff as his stuff just saturates us and it pushes our stuff to the side and it is less and Thank less you. important. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Just how we doing? Well, yeah, our time is up. Sorry. Well, we thank you for joining us again, and we invite you to invite a friend to join us next Saturday night at 11 p.m. And remember, you can go back through our archives and listen to any of our previously recorded messages. God bless you. Have a good night, all.
God, God nice. day. <laughs> <laughs>